0: Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright, and I'm Little Leah, and welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and
1: all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you witchy wonders. We're back with the Radical Sex Switches podcast, and this week we're talking about all the fucking that the gods and goddesses did in the name of Beltane. As always, I'm little Leah, and with me is... I'm Carla. How are you doing, Carla? I'm great. How about you? I'm pretty fantastic. Things are, you know, popping up in the grass and the dirt, and we're moving into the warmer weather where people, you know, wear less clothing and they're a lot nicer to each other. (laughs)
0: So true. (laughs) So true. Less clothes is a good thing.
1: Absolutely. It's um, actually in the winter, I tend to wear a lot of dark clothing that I probably look like a little goth kid. And then I totally transform because I love, I know it's going to sound surprising to listeners and all of my crudeness, but I love wearing dresses and those are all (laughs) colorful.
0: Totally. I wore my uh, skirt for the first time this year, yesterday. And, um, Yeah, there was something actually kind of magical about it and no underwear.
1: I know. I think I do the same thing every the first like dress or skirt of the year. I I go commando and just let the vajeej breathe. She's like, (gasps) finally, freedom. I could just go off the deep end here about my free vagina, but we should really stick to the task at hand, which is talking about Beltane, which is May Day. So I don't know. You want to inform the listeners where we're going to go down this rabbit hole?
0: Absolutely. So uh, Beltane is uh, an important Celtic holiday, and it's one of the holidays that falls on the Wheel of the Year. So in the Wheel of the Year, there are four major um, crosses, which are the two solstices, and then the two equinoxes. And then we, we cut that pie again in four, and we create these cross quarter days, which are the midway points. And so the midway point on May 1st, which is basically the height of spring, this is Beltane and, and also known as May Day. So that's what we're celebrating. Um, yeah, on the 1st.
1: So Carla did provide a bunch of links for me to read about just so that I could really get to know the history and all I could think of, and I, you probably haven't seen this, Carla, but when I think of Mayday, I think of the horror movie called Midsommar. Um, and it's like this American girl, I she goes overseas and it ends up being like this giant cult, but they're all like running around the maypole in their dresses with their flower crowns and there's some really fucked up shit. So like that's ruined for me now. That's all I think is Midsommar. So if you're out there and you've seen that movie, be like, yeah, exactly. Let me know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen that movie, but
1: you can watch it afterwards and be horrified and you'll, you'll get the connection.
0: (laughs) Okay. We'll do. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the history that you want to go over? So May Day, or or rather Beltane, is it's all about this union of the god and the goddess. So the goddess, the spring, goddess of spring, the May Queen, she is said to reach her fullness because we reach, you know, the maximum point of spring here between the equinox and the solstice. And she is really this manifestation of growth. Of course, she's in her full abundance and beauty. And the stag King, who's also called the Green Man, uh, he falls in love with her and seduces her. And then basically the lovers consummate. Um, and this really signifies that they're going to journey around the seasonal wheel again. So it's actually really, really important in ensuring uh, that we continue on on the seasonal wheel. And so When the lovers get together, this is what's considered the sacred union, the sacred marriage of the masculine, the divine masculine, and the divine feminine. And this is called um, the heros gamos, which is this sacred union. And the whole idea is it anchors the fertility into the land and the people, and it just provides for all of the abundance that's going to move forward um, as we move into summer and the harvest and everything that comes after it.
1: I love mythology and folklore like that, and I pictured some really messed up things in my head while you said that they were con- these gods and goddesses were consummating, and you know, like all the jizz is flying all over the place, and it lands on the earth, and all the flowers pop up. Like that's the fucked up stuff my brain sees.
0: I think you should make a movie of that, actually.
1: <laughs> I think it's been done, and I told you it's called Midsummer, and it's a horror movie, and I can't do better than that.
0: <laughs> well, and what you just described sounds more like a porno. <laughs>
1: sure there's a Midsummer Porno out there too or at least a cartoon in heavy metal style <laughs> probably probably so there I know that there are a lot of other um places that celebrate Beltane yeah Have so these different like tweaks on the story that you just told
0: Yeah, so I think around the world, cultures around the world, of course, were so tied to the land and the seasons and, of course, whatever happened in the seasons would be so um, important to people's survival, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of these rites and rituals actually came into being as a way for people to offer reverence to the earth to ensure their survival, to make sure that the crops would be good, that they were paying homage to um, all of the elements, the seasons, all of those pieces. And so, um yes, you see in different in different cultures um, this celebration at similar times of the year of really uh, having the reverence for spring and the you know, when we're in winter, of course, um, everything is dark, nothing's growing. Uh, and then so the fact that the sun goes up and we get more light and things are growing and everything's turning green again, that's really quite significant. and you know, for us, we can also just see that as our own personal renewal, you know, renewal from the depths of winter, or the fertile void, or where we might be kind of feeling, you know, like we're in our cage, and we're not really able to break free of that. And and most of us, like you just said at the beginning, you know, the weather's getting better, we're enjoying being outside, people are smiling, they're interacting, they're being happier. So this also signifies that kind of spring and rebirth within ourselves. So um, yeah, it is actually a really, powerful time of year, where we have this experience of really uh, being reborn within ourselves as we just kind of take in all of that amazing growth and spring energy that's around us.
1: I can't even imagine what some of these celebrations back in the day would have been like. I think it was the Romans I read that they actually called it Drunkard's Day. Like, how fucked up do you have to be getting that it's like, oh my, and like, you're counting down to it. Like, you guys, there's only a month until Drunkard's Day. Like, I'm going to get so fucked up and then I'm going to fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. Like, oh my God, was it like streets of like orgies happening or like fields and flowers? Like, I don't know.
0: Well, it's kind of hilarious because I, I feel like the Romans were probably pretty practiced at.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> so if that day was called drunkard's day, you can only imagine the debauchery Like shit that was took burning place. down probably. Totally. Um, in, in, in pagan communities uh, and in pagan history, what people would often do on Beltane was basically go in the woods and fuck. This is <laughs> like, this is how they would, they would do their own sacred marriage between Um, themselves and whoever (laughs) they were enjoying time with. And yeah, they'd be outside. And this was like a big part of the celebration of like reenacting this union between the god and the goddess, but just doing it in their mortal way.
1: That's pretty amazing. Um, So do you and your family celebrate this holiday together?
0: Um, Well, I do. And if my family likes to participate, I kind of always give them the option to. But uh, yeah, I, I really like to mark all of these different turns of the wheel of the year, because I think that they're really powerful. And um, I'm so connected into, yeah, the wisdom and the and the sacredness of the earth that I just really want to give thanks and just really attune into the power that's just really lying there waiting for us to all enjoy. So, Um, for Beltane, there's a number of different things that I'll do. So the simplest thing you can always do is just like light a candle and just take a moment to pause and reflection. Um, Beltane usually has some kind of bonfire associated with it. So um, now we're at the time of year, it's really nice to create a bonfire and just enjoy having a fire ceremony of some kind. That can be really fun. Uh, I highly recommend that if you've got a Um, As beloved or maybe doesn't even have to be your beloved you can uh, head off into the woods somewhere and before the mosquitoes come out enjoy some hanky panky time out in nature
1: now taking applications for my (laughs) own stag god you know how to find me
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh so that can be a fun thing to do and if you're solo you can just kind of do your own like Beltane self pleasuring ritual because it's all really about sexuality and abundance and uh, really letting that sexual energy thrive. I
1: I won't lie, when you said, Well, sometimes my family joins in, I just pictured nobody wanted to come. So you're just jerking off in a bush by yourself. (laughs) Like, okay. And just to clarify,
0: if I do invite my family, (laughs)
1: obviously not,
0: it is all above board. (laughs) I don't want there to be any misinterpretation. <laughs> <No
1: kidding. laughs> Just I love how quickly the, you know, the facts go down the rabbit hole when I sit here in front of you, but that's my job in life. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, some other things you can do.
0: Um, this is actually a fun thing you can do. You can make this really great um, flower intention box. So you can take a box and put some dirt in it. You could write some pieces on pieces of paper, some of your intentions that you want to see grow throughout the spring, and you can then plant some seeds and then just water them. And then you really see, you know, your, see your intentions blooming with these beautiful plants that come up out of it. That can be a fun thing. So that's a very uh, appropriate kid activity to do if you want to celebrate <laughs> Beltane with your kids. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we've covered that in um, your embracing Shakti Temple before. We've made a handout about creating the seed boxes, and I always thought that was so cool. As a you know, as a plant nerd, I I can totally get behind that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love things that are growing? Um,
1: So yeah, that can be a really fun
0: thing to do. Anything to do with just collecting nature, you can make a an earth altar or. Um, I love making like nature um, mandalas. So just gathering things in nature and putting those together. So I think, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just really about taking a pause and being intentional about whatever you're doing. And I think, you know, as uh, someone who is definitely connected with all things witchy and um, pagan, um, taking that time and connecting to the earth through these different points in the wheel is really powerful. And one other thing I'll say is that this this quarter turn because of course in the southern hemisphere they're celebrating Samhain, so that's oh, okay you know, the equivalent of Halloween or right. well, not the equivalent but at the same time for us yeah so um, and you often see it, it's spelt the way we would pronounce it phonetically like would be Samain but it's actually yes. Samhain. Yeah. So um and it said that on this point so on the for Beltane and for Samhain the veils are thinnest between this world and the other world. So, you know, we typically think of those that kind of um mysterious quality of connecting with the other world around Halloween time or um Day of the Dead that sort of thing, but it's also at this time of year too. So, that's also interesting and and allowing yourself to just kind of feel into that and the mystery and the magic that um. yeah, of having those veils being thinner at this time. I had
1: no idea that Beltane had that ability. Obviously, I do know about Sawin and, and the veil then, and, you know, the gods and goddesses associated and how things are. And I had no idea or really thought of that, but it definitely makes sense. Why wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because of course, you know, we're one planet and then but of course with the different hemispheres um you know of course now in the northern hemisphere we're moving more towards the light and then in the southern hemisphere they're moving more towards the darkness but these cross quarter points are the same um they're just at a diagonal so the the energetics around them are very similar
1: awesome well is there anything else that you want to add in regards to celebrating May Day, also known Mm. as beltane I think I just want to encourage
0: everyone here, if you don't have um, a ritual that you do or anything like that, to just try it, uh, just to be curious about it. Ritual has been really um, pretty powerful in my life, even if it's just super small. And I've noticed some pretty amazing shifts happen in my life and also a deeper connection to like my desires and the things that I'm wanting to manifest when I take that time to be intentional about it can be really powerful. And so, you know, if you want, to learn a little bit more about Beltane, um, amplify that sexual energy. If you're unsure about that, head back to a previous podcast podcast episode about uh, sexual energy and you can really, um, yeah, use what's happening in the earth around you to really have that own experience within yourself and, and just have fun with it.
1: And then definitely drop us a line and let us know if any of the intentions you planted have come to fruition. Um, That's about it for today's podcast. Next time, we will be taking on one of the most misunderstood and misused words on the planet, the C word. And until next time, I'm Little Leah.
0: And I'm Carla. And thank you for listening to the Radical Sex Witches podcast. Curious about how to liberate your inner witch and experience more pleasure, turn on, and a deeper connection to life? Head over to embracingshakti.temple.com to learn how you can shed old limiting expectations, beliefs, and patterns, and finally let yourself be guided by your inner feminine wisdom and
1: magic.